0: This is episode 40, On Purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Justin and justinbarclay.com. Welcome in. I I just wanted to tell you, (laughs) we're doing things a little bit differently today. So if the quality of the broadcast or the podcast or the show sounds a little different, it's partly... Because this is the first thing I'm doing this morning. Uh, literally after my morning routine. <clears throat> that's why my voice is kind of it's kind of kind of uh, low and flaky. I'm having my coffee right now. I'm actually sitting out as I take a sip here. I'm sitting out on the uh, in the sunroom. It's a little chilly today. Not not as much sun, but it's. Uh, let's see. What what time is it as I'm recording this? I'm visiting my parents. I'm home for the holidays. It's uh, just after seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, back home again in Indiana, <laughs> and um, I'm on the road. It's during the holidays, and one of the things that we talk about on this show, and I talk about is really to be the ability to create more freedom in your life. In fact, when I talk about my newsletter and the things that I, I, I teach or the things that I share with other people is this ability, this fact that I think most of us don't have the freedom that we want. Most of us probably, if you're listening to this right now, I know I certainly found myself there five years ago when I lost my dream job. You know, it uh, it turned into a nightmare. I I was kind of stuck in a rut, and I didn't quite have the freedom that I really wanted. The freedom that I really, truly desired. The freedom to, to live life on my own terms. And when I use that word, it's kind of vague, because freedom means so many different things for so many different people. Um, and part of that, I think, is is covering financially to be able to get up and run and go and do whatever it is that you want to do whenever you want to do it. Part of it is just having the flexibility in your life to be able to have the the, uh, the opportunity to do that. It's Friday morning. Lizzie and I drove down to my parents' house on Thursday. And in all, uh, I guess, full disclosure, right, um, this is a Christmas holiday visit. This is the weekend of New Year's 2017, so we're about we're in 2016. We're about to turn the clock over. And matter of fact, tomorrow night is New Year's Eve. Uh, And as this podcast is released, it will be New Year's Eve. So um, we have a lot of interesting themes and a lot of things coming together. At the same time, to really make me, I think, aware, focused, and clear on some things that, uh, that I wanted to share with you. Freedom is a big part of this. Now, I talked about having the freedom, which I wouldn't have had previously, to just get up and go. Now, I would have been able to take time off with my previous job, with my previous uh, radio uh, career. But the truth is, uh, I wouldn't have felt good about it. I always wanted to be working, and I always felt like I needed to totally be on. If you really want a glimpse into this, matter of fact, there's a great podcast you can check out from uh, Public Radio, and it's in Chicago. And I can't remember the name of the radio station, but the name of the podcast is called Making Oprah. Google that, and you'll find um, not only just a well-done podcast podcast, and a look into who Oprah Winfrey is, where she came from, and the success of her show. And it wasn't all sunshine, rainbows, and puppies, and kittens, and all that. Lollipops, right? Success, period. I think it's a great glimpse into that. But in the podcast, you'll find the reason why she retired. In other words, why she stopped doing a daily show on television. Much of that had to do with the fact that she could see the way television was changing, to see the way media was changing, and she she felt the need to adapt to that. But I think a bigger part, even, played a role that she realized that she was only good. This is her last show. And there was a constant uh, pressure. There was a constant, um, I guess, push or... Uh, constant drain really uh, to 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 do bigger to be better than the last and, 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 and she knew that she would never be able to do that she knew that eventually she'd get to a point where she's so big that just it was impossible and one of the things she talked about and I thought that was, was, was rather funny was how they actually sat in staff meetings and talked about you know after giving cars away to everyone in the audience right how can we make the show bigger what can we do and one of the things that they actually brought up was taking audience members into space with Oprah. Taking audience members into space with Oprah. They had that serious conversation. So I think that gives you sort of a glimpse into the life of the grind of somebody in media or broadcasting. And that may be a topic for an entirely different podcast and a, definitely a different episode and conversation, but... Maybe that's why we find ourselves in the interesting predicament that we are in today with broadcasts, with media, with news specifically. Uh, Anyway, the reason I bring that up is I didn't have the freedom at the time to be able to do the things that that I do today. Some of this freedom I believe you give yourself permission for. Some of the freedom I believe that you create on your own through different choices and some of the freedom I think is really a mindset. It's an, it's an idea that you can do things that you want to do by finding the right answers. And a lot of that has to do with asking the right questions. So here Lizzie and I are. Um, she's sleeping, by the way, in my old bedroom <laughs> in my parents' house, in the same place where I, I grew up in. And it's funny because I'm looking around and I'm, and I'm kind of really thinking about freedom. And and one of those things that I'm thinking about is, as it's all coming together, earlier this week I wrote an email talking about, hey, everything that I need to run my business and everything that I need, and this is kind of the way I set myself up, is in this little bag. And I took a picture of that bag and I posted it on Facebook and Instagram. And I said, this is, th- this is it. I'm taking this bag and I'm going on an adventure. Who wants to come with me? And yeah, part of that adventure was coming to my parents. Part of that adventure was going for the holidays. But I really feel, and I think this is going to become more and more of a a journey that I want to take you along with in 2017. I want to take you behind the curtain, behind the scenes a little bit more. Because I'm really feeling led to do that in 2017. I'm really feeling led to kind of show you what I'm talking about when I'm talking about freedom. A better idea. I know what's possible because I've seen it. And that's why I'm so passionate about showing you. Because I believe that if you really knew that you had a choice, you may choose differently. You may not. But I believe that if you had the clarity, if you had the awareness to know that how close freedom was, that you would choose it. It's as simple as Z and I driving cars that are used, you know, pre-owned, right? Cars that are 10, 12, even 15 years old, right? These cars that are older uh, with no payments, they're well taken care of, they look great, they run great. Um, Matter of fact, one is in the shop right now and When we came down here, we actually rented a car a lot of times when we travel and we drive. and This is like a seven, eight-hour drive. When we drive here um, from Michigan where we live, I'll run a car because I don't want to put miles on my older car. (laughs) That's how well we take care of those things. But we don't have a car payment. Something as simple as that. Now, a lot of Americans, a lot of folks feel the need, the necessity to have a car payment. What does that do? It traps you in financially into spending a set amount of money every month, whether you like it or not. You might think I'm crazy for talking this way, but one of the things we learned uh, through uh, Dave Ramsey and taking Financial Peace University is what would happen if we if we freed up that money. I don't know what the average car payment is, but let's call it 200 bucks a month. And if you got two cars like we do, that's 400 bucks a month. Over the course of the year, that's 5,000 dollars. Now, what can you do with 5,000 dollars extra? That's like giving yourself a raise instantly. You see, if I don't have to work or if I don't have to do things, let me put it this way, if I don't have to spend time doing things I don't want to do with people that I don't want to be doing them with, what does that buy me? What's the real cost of that? So there is another look into freedom and what the true meaning and the real meaning is. What can you do with that? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do with it this year. We're taking a trip to Hawaii coming up in March. We're going to go back. We went to Maui, and it was life-changing. The first time I went, I remember saying, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime trip. At the time, I didn't realize, in 2013, when I got to go, we were invited by friends of ours who are uh, who invited us to, to come back this time, and they said, hey, you've got to come out with us. It's going to be amazing. And um, we were blessed to be able to go with them and, and enjoy so many different things and, and Activities and helicopter rides and ATVs and snorkeling and whale watching and all these fun things, and I remember experiencing that for the first time. And this is fresh out of out of that me losing my job, right? A very high paying job, right? Uh, we never did anything like this when I was making big money and I was locked into a contract with a job and I had to perform and all these all these different things, right? Never had that same kind of freedom. But, uh, but about a year about a year later, if that, we went to Hawaii. We went to Maui. Um, and like I said, when I was there, I felt like going into it, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime trip. But once I got there, I thought, oh my gosh, we're coming back. Not only are we coming back, but I might want to live here. <laughs> I might just want to move here. Uh, and, and, you know, it's funny because we're actually talking about some of that stuff right now. I don't want to get too much into the, to the possibility of what we're, what we're discussing. But um, One of the things that I find that's really interesting is the fact that once I experienced it, I wanted to share it with everybody else. And I know you find probably the same things in your life. If you go to a great restaurant, someplace that you really enjoy, you have a really good meal. Or maybe you saw a movie that you really, really loved. You want to share that with people. You want to share that experience. That's just how we're wired as human beings. Right? It feels so good. Because when you feel good, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I want to pass that on. I want the people that I know, love, and care about to be able to experience the same thing. And so I thought in, in Hawaii at the time, oh man, we got to come back and we got to bring people with us. And this is going to be such a great opportunity, such a great experience. So we're going back this year, uh, just a couple of years later. And I think the next step is bringing people back with us um, and and being able to financially be able to do that how do I bring my parents who have never been? You know, how do we bring Lizzie's folks uh, who have never been? You know, the furthest they've been out of the country or uh, uh, out of the area of the United States, you know, they've been to California, and they've been down to Mexico, they've been up to Canada, but have they ever been out to Hawaii? Have they ever been to Europe? Have they ever been to Asia? And these are some of the places uh, that I haven't been either, but Think about the opportunity. I'll tell you that when we went to Hawaii, my, my eyes really started to open up and I started thinking about this. What if people could experience worlds or the world in a completely different way? What if they had the opportunity to see how vast it is, how truly large, and how amazing it is? As most of us stay in this like five-mile square radius all of our lives, and that's it. We never leave our little boxes, whether we realize it or not. We're in the boxes, whether we put ourselves in there or not. Most of the time, our decisions, our choices, are what land us in those boxes. But that's another conversation for another time. So, my mind is really, today, uh, and my heart is, is really focused on freedom in 2017, and sharing it with you. Sharing it. So one of the things I posted was that, that bag, that picture on Instagram and Facebook. And I just wanted to share that I was taking you on a journey. And this will play out bigger and bigger over the next year, but I really want to take you behind the scenes to show you a few things. So one of the things that I created is that this podcast doesn't have to be done in a studio. My life doesn't have to be done, and I don't have to be... Uh, chained to a studio or a microphone kind of like I was before technology really gives us the ability to do things in a completely different way now the quality isn't perfect with this setup and this microphone that I'm using right now but it may just be good enough good enough for now good enough for today and that's another lesson throwing perfection out the window because it's not possible I'm going to continue to experiment with different microphones different setups things like that but in the meantime, I thought it was important. Why don't I just take my stuff, take my rig on the road? Basically, everything I need is in my phone. I do have a laptop, and that that, that backpack. This setup right here, and I'll put this online if you want to check it out in the show notes, justinbarclay.com/purpose041, is simply a microphone. It's an iRig mic. Uh And you can see the exact one I'm using. I'll put it online, like I said in the show notes, but it's plugged into my iPhone, and I'm recording. How amazing is that? It's a handheld microphone. it's like a professional looking microphone, and I've held quite a few in my life so, <laughs> so I can tell you, like I said, the quality's not one hundred percent perfect, but it's not too shabby. And it's a pretty, um, I don't know, you could tell it's a pretty decently constructed quality microphone anyway. So my point is, the questions we ask can really determine the quality of our life. Tony Robbins is famous for for that quote, and, and he talks about asking better questions so that you can get better answers in life. If you don't like where you are, if you don't like how... Your life has turned out, chances are you haven't asked the right questions. And they're better questions. We can all ask better questions. One of those questions I asked today, and, and, you know, the fact that I'm at my parents' house I think has a lot to do with it. When I get to drive for like seven or eight hours, I really just get to space out. And I remember doing this when I would drive into work in the morning. It was quiet. Back when I was living in Detroit and working in Detroit, I had like a 30-minute drive, maybe a little bit more to work, and definitely more home. But on my way in at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, it was dark, and it was quiet. And there was nobody else in the road for the most part. (coughs) And I had the opportunity to just zone out or zone in, in this case, and focus on what I was going to do that day on the air on that show, what it would sound like, bit by bit, break by break, piece by piece. What people would say, what they would say when I would interview somebody, the questions I would ask and the answers they would give me and how that would play off to the audience. basically kind of rehearsed it and that same sort of mental focus is the same sort of tale you hear in world class performers and athletes all across the board. Tiger Woods would rehearse putts, his shots in golf all the time. I don't know what happened to him recently. I don't know if he quit doing that or not. But but Michael Jordan, same thing. He would visualize the game before it happened. He would see it in his mind's eye. And that's important. I had seven hours, eight hours or so to drive and think. And as your mind is kind of just clearing itself, there's a lot of things that pop in. There's a lot of things that pop out. And that's the value, I think, of meditation. We talked about this recent last couple of weeks in the app headspace. If you haven't already gotten that yet, go check it out. It really is a good app. It's gonna give you the ability to do those things on a daily basis. But one of the things I got to thinking of was this idea of freedom and time being a big one. When I get to my parents' house, I don't know, my I don't know if you have any collections or if you collect anything, or maybe you have friends and family that do, but my dad is a collector of all sorts of Knickknacks and paraphernalia. (laughs) One of the things that he collects is clocks. And normally, I don't notice them. They're just kind of in the background. He's got watches and he's got clocks. And matter of fact, I don't know if you can hear. Let me see if I can put the microphone up to one of them here. I don't know if you can hear the rhythm? In this little room that I'm sitting in now. I'm looking at at least three or four. Maybe even five that are ticking. In this little room. It's all I hear. Now for the most part, like I say, you drown that out. But in tiny moments you become aware of it. And one of the things that I really started to think about. And I invite you to think about this, because I think this is important, especially for us and the journey we're on. Really, to create more freedom. Is time. A lot of the time I hear excuses or I hear reasoning from people. I can't do this or I can't do that. The things that I really want to do and the things that I'd really love to do... I can't do them because I don't have the time. I I'm not going to get into why we make those excuses, and I'm not going to get into what may be the reasoning, the possibility behind it, but let me just tell you a fascinating thought that I had about time. And I've talked about this before, so it's not entirely new. But time is man-made. This clocks that we hear ticking and talking. <laughs> None of this is real. It's a measurement tool. A lot of times we hear people that are trying to control their time or people that are trying to manage their time. Well, you, you don't really manage your time. You don't really control your time. You can't. It's like gravity, right? It's just a constant It's a law. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to change today, tomorrow, or the next million years. It just is. You see, I think a lot of the problem is we tend to try to focus on things that we cannot control. The things that we have absolutely zero control over. And why is that? I don't know. I think it's different for everyone, but I think for myself, maybe it's because it's easier it feels easier to focus on the things that we actually can't control. Than the things that we can control. Because if we do focus on what we actually have a say so over in our lives, then like then we actually have to do some work, right? <laughs> right? I then I gotta actually do something about it. There are very few things that you can control in your life. Perspective is one of them. Focus is another energy So what I think about time is that it's not the fact that we can control time, but it's the fact that we control our focus, our energy, our awareness. All right. Now I know this is getting super deep right now, and I know that these are some thoughts that I that I had that I'm just sharing with you as I'm waking up, and that's kind of weird. That's kind of dangerous, but I felt like again, this is something. I'm on this journey. We're here together. That I wanted to share with you. What separates you from Oprah? (laughs) You know, you have the same amount of time in your days as Beyonce. Or the President of the United States. Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, whoever you want to name. Right? You have the same amount of time. We all do. What's the biggest difference? What's the biggest separation? And don't say money. Because I'd argue that money is probably just another one of those things like time. you can't really shift or change much sure you can control your money a little bit better your spending i really think it's your choices and your decisions with your money it's not the money itself you can control your choices your decisions with that money you can put it you can control your perspective with that money your focus with that money uh, do you see money as something that comes to you in a paycheck-to-paycheck basis? Do you run out a month, or you run out of money by the end of the month? Is that sort of is too much, too much month at the end of the money? <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. But but seriously, or are you the kind of person that looks at money as a seed, as a tool? do you plan it diligently? Do you put it to work for you? Have you changed your perspective? See, when I was thinking about time, I started thinking about this car accident I had when I was a senior in high school. And I still remember to this day, not too far from where I was sitting right now, driving down the road and a car pulled out in front of me. And I was with a good friend of mine, my buddy Adam. And as this car pulled out in front of me to turn left, we were probably going about 30 or 40 miles an hour in my car. Everything slowed down. Right before impact. It just felt like time stood still. Now, why is that? Okay, they're thinking about this. In instances like that, it's not rare to hear of time slowing down. People talk about that quite a bit. i give you another example. Go somewhere that's completely boring to you. Or flashback to you when you were a kid. I remember when my mom used to take us to the bank. My brother used to collapse. It was just so boring in that bank. And he had to leave. Oh, this is torture. He just couldn't deal with it. Time just drug on. Remember the last few days of school before Christmas break as a kid? The last day itself, time just drug on. Do you remember summer and how fast they used to fly by as a kid? It's amazing. They say time flies when you're having fun and vice versa, right? (laughs) But that's not really true, is it? See, time is constant and it remains the same. So if time is constant and remains the same, what causes that effect? It's us. It's our perception. It's how we see time. It's how we use time. It's not really time. It's our focus. It's our focus. So maybe this whole time, when people are productivity experts, people that are really, I mean, they're mean—they're—they're—they're they're freaks about scheduling this and scheduling that. Maybe, maybe what they really should be concerned with and concentrated on and conscious about and intentional with on purpose is their focus. Maybe that's what you and I have to do. Maybe that's what the most successful folks do. Maybe they're able to get more done in 24 hours because of their perspective how they perceive how they see the world And additionally, their focus. Are you focused? I'll tell you that you probably are. What is your attention on right now? As you're listening to this, your mind is probably not just here. You're in several different places. You're thinking about what you have to pick up from the store and check off your list and this, that, and the other thing before you run to get the kids into soccer practice or God knows what. Listen. The point is, is that you're not just here with me. And I noticed that last night. You know, it's funny. My phone was kind of uh, malfunctioning. I couldn't get a text message open. And I, I said, you know, I'm just going to turn this thing off. And it was about to die anyway. And I said, I'm going to plug it in. And I left it in the car, plugged in to charge. And we all went inside to have dinner at this restaurant. And there I was without my smartphone. This same thing, not the same circumstances with the charging, but I'll tell you that I left my phone behind recently when we went out to eat at a restaurant. And you see the world through different eyes. We forget how recent it was. We didn't have smartphones All these new modern advancements in technology that steal, that capture our attention and our focus away from other things. And I think the things that truly matter. Last night I had dinner with my folks who are in their 70s, my beautiful wife, and I spent my time, my experience rather, Focused on them.
1: And not what was in
0: my phone and not what was trying to distract me or steal my attention or steal my focus away. I spent my time with them. And you know that's what it's all about. Giving you the freedom whether it's time whether it's focus <laughs> whatever you want to call it. It's about giving you the freedom to create the experiences that you want to really create in your life. How do you want to feel? How do you want to experience even your day-to-day Those are some of the questions that you can simply ask to create a better life. A life with more freedom. A life on purpose. Well that's it, Freedom Fam. This is a uh, this has been kind of fun. Like I said, I'm sitting here <laughs> in this little sunroom. Like I said, not so sunny. It's rather chilly. I- I'm gonna go out of limb and say it's about forty degrees in here. And uh, I don't have the little space heater that my dad has turned on in this room that that you can turn on. He, he, uh, he actually sits in the sunroom and does some writing and reading. And you can look out the window and there's a big park across the street. And that's where my brother and I used to play as we were kids. My parents used to take us over there. There's not quite frost on the ground. There's a little bird feeder in front of me. And right now I'm watching a couple of birds picket some bird seed that's on the ground. One of them is a cardinal. The other one's kind of like a pigeon-looking bird. But that card was very pretty. And I'm sitting here, and I'm just enjoying it all. And I wanted to share that moment with you. So that's this episode. By the way, great newsletter, justinbarclay.com. You can get the show notes there as well. But uh, if you do, grab that newsletter. You'll get tips, tricks, inspiration, You'll learn literally dozens of ways that you can discover how to create more freedom in your life. Whether that's financial. Whether that's time. It could be any number of things. I'd love to uh, love to send you some great stuff. Just go to JustinBarkley.com and put your name in there. By the way, the 12 books of Christmas is still going on. And if you're on my newsletter, you're in the running. So congratulations, freedom fam! If you haven't registered yet, what are you waiting for? I'm giving away like some of the coolest books in uh, 12 of them, really, and a few extras and bonuses. The five minute journal that I love and talk about and I use every day. Um, giving away some really cool stuff with the 12 books of Christmas, and I'm lo- looking at kind of continuing that. Just a glimpse into 2017. I'm looking into continuing that on a more regular basis because it's gone so well. So if you want to get in the running, by all means, run is what you should do right now on over to uh, the website and get in on the blog. All right, that's it for me. I'm going to wish you the best. Cheers to you and your life on purpose.